Todd for breakfast. Tastes of the Midwest. Another episode of Tastes of the Midwest. So of course, uh, on the Listener app, you can go back and listen to the past episodes, of course. And if you are a food producer from around the Midwest, want to jump on and have a chat, uh, email geraldton at triplem.com.au or, of course, you can direct message the Facebook page, Triple M Geraldton. Now, our special guest in the studio with us this morning is, uh, well, day or night, whenever you may be listening, is Jack from uh, Chally Bridge Farms. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you, Todd? Doing well, thank you. All righty. Well, first up, what the heck is uh, Charlie Bridge Farms? Uh, oh, I guess we're a lot of things, really. Um, so sort of our main main line of business is um, cut flowers for the floral industry. We provide that both as a wholesale option and direct to the public in the form of bouquets and doing mm. events, weddings, stuff like that. And then um, we also do uh, fresh produce, flowers, uh, sorry, not flowers, uh, fruit, vegetables, yeah. sort of just, yeah, things you can eat and contracting on the side, but that's yeah. sort of, yeah. Okay. So how long has uh, Chelly Bridge Farm's been around for? Uh, so pretty much just our fifth year. So mm. start, start of 2019 is when we moved up to the farm and been, yeah, going there since. So what prompted the start of the business? Um, oh, I'd sort of been, so... Uh, you're born and bred sort of in Perth type thing, but mum's mm. side of the family are all off the land, broadacre, sheep and cattle farmers, and always had that as, as an interest and sort of through my time in Perth, you know, did high school, did uni, all that, and sort of kept having all these, well, firstly, just my own business ideas and whatnot, and then um, but kept basically, most of those businesses all kept trying to get me back onto the land anyway, yeah. so... Um, Few, tried a few of those, some worked, some didn't, and then um, kind of just said, bugger it one day, yeah. let's try and get a farm. <laughs> Why not? So uh, I guess, you know, g- growing up and all the rest, did you spend a bit of time in, in regional WA? Yeah, yeah, lots of times. So, so the grandparents had a farm down in Esperance and um, my uncle and his family, they got um, some property out, Kadoo, Wongan Hills sort of area. So spent plenty of school holidays mm, yeah. all, all there and always keen to help out and yeah. wanting to do all that stuff. And obviously, as I got older, I could actually do stuff more than probably be a yeah. nuisance. But yeah. yeah. That's awesome because I had a similar experience growing up. You know, uh, family, friends have a farm out, out in Nabalwar and just those memories and the school holidays going up. You see the tractors going and, you know, after, you know, getting all the harvest stuff and they'd, they'd burn off the... Uh, all the, the waste and all that kind of stuff. And it's just amazing memories. It really is incredible. And uh, look, if you can, I don't know, if you've got cousins, friends, whomever that uh, grow up in the cities and you can get them out to a regional WA over the school holidays, I think they'd greatly appreciate it when they do get older. But let's stay on the subject of Chally Bridge Farms. All righty. Uh, you started in 2019. What did you have to go through to get to, well, we're doing flowers, we're doing fruit, we're doing veg. What was, what was the process to, to get started? Yeah, so it's a bit of an interesting one. So, like, the property as we bought it was already a, like, cut wildflower farm. So, mm-hmm. it had some Geraldton wax and some foliage lines um, already there set up as an established business. Um, but I guess so. Uh, before that, I'd been, in the previous couple of years, I'd been working for one of the fruit and veggie wholesalers down in Perth. So, that sort of introduced me to the, uh, I guess, irrigated side of um agriculture and i sort of that sort of uh became an interest of me because you know you always hear about the years of drought Mm. for the broadacre guys it's like well you know if it's not raining the idea of being able to flick on a switch and uh water your crop sounds a bit bit appeasing to me less risk in it type thing oh yeah um 
So sort of, yeah, did that. And then from my, as well as from my days from being at the wholesalers, um, you know, you sort of figure out with the, as the various produce comes in and out from different regions, like when the high price points are, when the low price points are. So that sort of dragged me up to here where I could either grow stuff and be the first in the state with it, therefore high price, or at least in a gap between Carnarvon and Gingin. Um, so for supply in the Perth market, at least then there's a bit of still of a price bump then rather than you know, trying to compete with these big, massive mm. established businesses that can do stuff by the truckload versus me by whatever, a couple of pallets at a time type thing. Yeah. So what have been, you know, it's been five years, what, what have been some of the, the challenges and, and, and some of the successes? Um, obviously the challenge, like definitely one of the challenges has been trying to grow stuff in an area that no one's already growing there. So it's basically just um, as I say, I'm trying to invent the wheel just mm. about because you're trying to grow stuff where, yeah, no one else is growing. So there's no information, there's no research to go off, no other people to sort of really talk to. So it's kind no. of just, uh, figuring it all myself as we go. And then, um, yeah, expanding upon that, finding the different things to grow. Um, obviously the weather's a lot different here compared to a lot of, um, other areas of the state. So learning that in your soil and water type. So it's mm. been a very steep learning journey. So has it all just been trial and error? Like you're trying to do as much research as you possibly can on, on how to grow something uh, here. And it's like, all right, well, we'll try a bit of this. We'll try a bit of that. And then either it succeeds or it doesn't. Yep, pretty much. Wow. You sort of, yeah, spend, I've spent, I don't know how many hundreds of hours on Google. Yeah. You look at stuff from, you know, down south, from Carnarvon, from over east, from um, America. I've even got... Um, things on my phone, like documents, research on my phone that's from like Israel and Afghanistan wow. and Turkey just to sort of get a whole mix. And then it's like, you've got to yeah, take all that, mush it all together and mm. try and make it work for this area. So that, and then, yeah, just a case of starting, you know, you get a small amount, do a trial of it. If it works, cool. If it didn't work, why, figure out why yeah. not. Wrong time of year, wrong variety, sort of something like that. Like our, um, some of our veggies are a good example of that with um, our, like our broccoli and cauliflower. You speak to the seed reps, they tell you a certain seed for a certain time. Tried that, mm. didn't work, but then tried that same. Uh, so what I ended up having to do is they recommended summer varieties for Lance and I grow them in the middle of winter here. Oh. And they grow wonderfully. Wow. So... Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Try something a little different. Try something a little uh, new there. We are chatting to uh, Jack from uh, Charlie Bridge Farms there. So what about the successes then? You know, obviously those challenges set to continue as you, I guess, challenge yourself, looking to grow, you know, more variety of, you know, fruit and veg and, and flowers, I'm sure. But, yeah, what, what have been the uh, successes over the last five years? Uh, well, obviously we've just been expanding both in our amount that we've been able to sell and then um, just the variety that we've had. We've obviously moved a lot more to the annual cut flowers, mm. um, which, you know, yeah, experimented with them and then now we're sort of in a comfortable position with a lot of them. So just growing more and more, being able to use a lot for our local local supply, both as the bouquets and to the we stock all the florists in town, so supplying them and then, um, you know, next step up from that is then being able to supply wholesalers down in Perth and florists mm. in Perth. So I've been moving towards that with a few different lines. So doing that and then um, hopefully, yeah, now that we're getting uh, that a bit more sort of settled in its routine, we can then start looking back towards the vegetables because we've um, been giving them a miss due to sort of staffing issues mm. and weather issues and whatnot after um, the 
dust storm in 2020 and the cyclone in 2021, giving us two two good kicks two years in a row. To yeah, I bet. Um, far out. So you've been going five years now, and and I suppose anyone out there who's who started their own business knows, you know, it's a lot of hard work. Uh, especially those first few years at the very least. Uh, so you are trying to get it up and going and, and make it successful, of course. Um, do you get much time off? Do you get uh, to rest? Do you get to, to play? like, Or is it just all work, work, work? Uh, oh, admittedly, the, the girlfriends been making me take some rest yeah. in the past few years because it has been a lot of work even when I was just on the farm. And then since the cyclone sort of did a big crop wipe out for the second year in a row, mm. um, I've been doing a lot of work off the farm, so that basically has me, you know, flat out 12 hours a day, six months of the year, and then still have to come home and keep my own place and business running. So, um, yeah, the quieter times, she pushes me, and then I'm a bit more inclined to, you know, at Mm. least take have a sleep in and, yeah, yeah, take a day off, go go just see some sights or grab a coffee Mm. in town or whatever compared to just... Working and working and yeah, yeah. Now that's good to hear because as I was going to ask you, you know, if you said, "Oh, just work, work, work," like, so you got to take some time out for yourself. You got to enjoy yourself uh, as as passionate as you clearly are about it. Uh, again, we're talking uh, Charlie Bridge Farms there. So, any tips then um, for those yeah looking to to grow out here in the Midwest? Like, I'm sure. One of the big ones, of course, would be research, research, research from not just WA, but from across Australia and around the world, of course. Uh, but yeah, are there, are there any tips out there for, for the growers that you'd like to share? Uh, yeah, obviously research. And then it's just a case of just trial it mm-hmm. um, different times of year because it won't always work compared to where it might elsewhere in the state or Australia. So just yeah, trial it um, and then just yeah, start small, figure out what does work for you and um, sort of keep keep going on from there um you know slowly expand or mm. obviously it depends what you want to grow and how big you personally want to grow if you just want for your own use and to share with friends and family versus supplying shops in Geraldton or sending to wholesalers in mm. perth um you know just yeah slowly build up as you make money each time has been the way we've done it mm. done it um you know you buy equipment along the way to make your life easier so you're not breaking your back all day every yeah. day um and yeah, just look after yourself has been the main yeah. thing I've been learning. <laughs> um, so uh, look, I really appreciate your time. And another question I just want to quickly ask you, um, how responsive, how, how well have uh, the, the sellers received your product uh, in the Midwest? Yeah, no, they, they've been really good, particularly on the flower side, like obviously for the florists, um, you know, we grow a we, we, our aim as the business, as Charlie Bridge Farms, is to grow a premium product mm. and um, a fresh product. So we can, you know, some days it's literally, it was on the tree an hour before it's then sitting in yeah. the florist shop and same to our retail customers. It's usually picked within 24 hours between, yeah, picking to when they have that bouquet on their table or in their hands. Mm. Um, and then even with Perth, like it's, we pick as close to it going on the truck as possible gets down to them um you know we 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 throw out a lot of stuff if it's not good just won't even pick it or goes on the ground if it's not up to our standards compared to a lot of stuff like when we have to buy flowers in for weddings Mm. like there's a lot of times where just like this stuff wouldn't even leave our farm right so yeah we focus on growing a premium products that sort of there's nothing wrong with and then um yeah that way customers can't complain too much Mm. and um, keeps everyone happy. They know that they can then sell it. It's going to last them a long time. Mm. Um, it's funny, quite often we have issues when we're selling 
bunches to, or not issues, but when we're selling to the public where, you know, they'll buy a bouquet off us two or three weeks prior and then they'll come by like, oh, your bunch was amazing, but it's still it's still alive and lovely on our table, so I, I can't can't afford to buy a new one yet. Still going. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's great. So, how did yeah? So, how was it? What was it like getting your product out there? Uh, oh, sort of. It wasn't too bad. So, from the old owners, obviously already having the established flower side mm. of it, um, they already sort of gave us contacts with one of the wholesalers in Perth who, um. Yeah, that allowed us to get the majority of our Geraldton wax crop sold just down to Perth as a wholesale product and then uh, also gave us contacts with one of the florists in town here and then as our, you know, had an excess of product sort of started, you know, just did the whole door knocking, going yeah. to the florist, be like, oh, hi, my name's Jack, I'm sort of mm. new flower farmer up here, interested yeah. in our product, here's a sample type thing and, you know, acceptable product, acceptable price. So just been going from strength to strength like that and then obviously the retail side of it it's just a case of yeah it was slow at the sort of markets on sundays people slowly started to learn about mm. us learn our product and um just build up from there yeah brilliant all right uh once again we're chatting to uh, jack from uh, Chelly bridge farms there thank you very much for your time uh there was one last question actually i thought of uh to ask you but i've completely oh no uh all right we're at uh, pretty much still at the start of 2023 uh what does the rest of the year uh hold for you and and the business Oh, a lot. There's sort of many, many plans in the backgrounds, um, many ideas I have of either different stuff to grow or different ways of growing it. Mm. Um, so doing a lot of research and experimenting with that. Um, What's that biggest challenge then? Is there that one thing, like one day I will have you growing, just haven't gotten there yet? As in a product? Yeah. Oh, there's all sorts. I mean, there's pl plenty of flowers that I'd love to be able yeah. to grow, but just either don't suit our climate or our water or our soil. So, um, yeah, like it'd be perfect for us if we could just, you know, grow every flower oh, that we course, ever have yeah. to buy. That way, you know, grow it all ourselves and mm. maximising products, our profit like that, given, you know, we are a business at the end of the day. We're here to make money while still without ripping off our customers. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's definitely plenty of flowers that I'd love to be able to grow or, or yeah, fruit and veg for that matter, to yeah. be able to supply to the local community. Mm. Holiday on the cards? Uh, I'd, I'd love to say <laughs> yes. Has girlfriend mentioned, you know, how about a holiday? Yeah, she has. She's like, oh, let's, let's go away in winter and go over east because yeah. she's got, I've got sister over there and she's got some friends and, um, so we, yeah, might, might head over east and try visit. You know, because I'm a sucker for work, I'll still try yeah. and visit some flower farmers <laughs> while I'm over there. See, see it's a what work trip. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Brilliant. All right. Well, Jack, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck with uh, 2023, and we'll catch up again in the future. Sounds good. We're uh, chatting to Jack from uh, Chelly Ridge Farms here, and uh, look, when we're talking about the positives, you forgot to uh, to throw something in an award. Yeah, I'm sort of, I guess, sometimes too humble for my own good. Um, yeah, so sort of last year and end of twenty twenty two, we managed to um, win ourselves the micro slash sole trader um, award for the Midwest Chamber of Commerce. Nice. Yeah, which was a I guess a nice surprise for mm. sort of help some, um, I guess re not reestablish um, reinforce sort of all the hard work we've been doing mm. and pushing through these challenges and sort of showing that it's worthwhile what we are doing mm. in our attempts to sort of bring a 
nice fresh premium product towards the to yeah. the to the local Midwest community. So I suppose you know there's nothing wrong with doing it for the awards because in the end you are still trying to make produce a quality product. But I guess you've probably seen the success with more of it going out the door, more sellers picking it up. But then as you say, you know, getting that award just reinforces it. Like I can't. We knew we were doing a good job. But this shows that there are other people, more people out there who recognise that we're doing a great quality job. Yeah, definitely. Just, yeah, that, yeah, definitely that reinforcement and, yeah, that people are actually um, taking yeah, notice, taking notice mm. appreciate your products, um, you know, willing to take time to sort of let, because um, it's all like via public nomination so that, yeah, someone's gone out of their time mm. to sort of send an email to the um, Chamber of Commerce to say, oh, hey, you know, these guys are doing a yeah. really good job type thing and, um, yeah. Brilliant. All right. So uh, just one more thing, actually. So Charlie Bridge Farms, if people want to check out uh, your produce, your, your, your product, reach out and have a chat, what's the best way to do any of those things? Uh, yep, there's many ways. we got, obviously, a Facebook page and Instagram, all both Charlie Bridge Farms, and then we also have a website, which I think is charliebridge.com. Or it could be charliebridgefarms.com. I should have checked that before coming in here. <laughs> All right, tell you what, you, you tell us more ways to get involved, uh, get in contact with you, and I'll quickly jump on the old phone and I'll give it a Google. Yeah, and otherwise, um, yeah, if you're ever seeking our product, then um, it's just a case of, yeah, on our either our socials or um, via the website, just um, you can place orders directly via the website. There's a shop on there, or if it's sort of a wedding inquiry and you're wanting to seek details, um just yeah, chucking us a message on Facebook or Instagram, and um, Ali, I would say us, but Ali will get sort of back to you with the date, um, help and help you through, um, right. help you through the process. All right, so it looks like Charlie Bridge Farms across all the socials, including the website. So you got Instagram as well. Yes, Instagram, Facebook, Charlie Bridge Farms, and then website just charliebridgefarms.com. There we are, nice and easy. All right, well, uh, Jack, thanks again, and yeah, we'll uh, talk again soon. 